Yo, what's up, everybody? This is the Red Beard Podcast, and you're listening to Cooley, Tony, Ren, and Jim. What's up, guys? Yo, what's going on? Hello. I'm doing fine. Sweet. <laughs> yo, so, uh, <laughs> yo, this week, we're going to talk about the best and worst of the summer of 2017. So hang in there and buckle up. podcast is brought to you by these cool dudes yo so tony man what's up what's your uh worst movie moment of summer 2017 my worst movie moment of 2017 is gonna be from wonder woman um so in at the end of wonder woman i think the, the worst part for me was where she says um she goes um i believe in love and then, like, all of a sudden, like, her powers, like, come to life. I thought that was really cheesy. Um, I feel like being Wonder Woman, this character who possesses all this power and has, and she's a very powerful superhero, she should be able to actually have access to her powers without love being, like, the catalyst for that. I felt like she should have been able to access those powers without saying, like, I believe in love. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, I thought that was kind of dumb. I felt like... For somebody that just fell in love with, um, what's his name? Uh, the Christopher Pine. Thank Chris you. Pine. Yeah, Chris Pine. Like five minutes ago, mm-hmm. I felt like that was a little ridiculous. Like, okay, like yeah, she, he's like they fell in love because they had sex and was what five minutes like previously, and then all of a sudden he dies in the air. Thought they fell in love before like, they had sex. Well, whatever. It was just kind of like it was just kind of like great, like. You know, okay, I believe in love. Uh, now I have access to my powers. Like, I feel like you could have actually had access to your powers even if you didn't love this guy because you're a Wonder Woman. And you clearly showed the audience that you had powers when you were running through an onslaught of a war, basically taking out everybody, not getting hit. You have these amazing powers. Just use them. But she wasn't able to do that without admitting that she believed in love first. That was kind of... I, I thought the movie was great and I thought there were a lot of positive things to that movie and I really liked the movie. I just thought that was a really cheesy moment. Um, that kind of was a downer in the movie for me, but that, that is definitely probably the worst moment in a movie I've seen this summer. All right. Good shit. Cool. Yeah, sure. Did the, did the darkness play during that scene? No, it was was actually shared. A lot of people don't. (laughs) Do you believe in love? love? I get really fucked up when you're sharing that song. Can you get really, what do you say? Like, fucked up. Like, when I'm drunk. Like, start crying? No, like, just, just, like, very drunk. And people are like, oh, what song? What song are you going to do? And I'm like, I fucking got this. <laughs> so we need to get you drunk and take you to do karaoke, <laughs> oh so it's, I can hear you do a bad share. It's on my Instagram, and I'm like, <laughs> "Do you believe in love after love?" And I like do that, but like in my head, it sounds good. 
I was like, <laughs> I can't wait. It's actually not bad. But do you do like, do you do like, yeah, like when you do like the techno, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the Aaron Neville, like bullshit. Yeah, I was gonna say, why did I all of a sudden become Aaron Neville? Oh my god. Right, so Tony, you uh, you did a good job there, man. Thanks, man. I appreciated that. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're gonna move right along and uh, see what Ren has to say. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh gosh, golly. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So what, what was your what was your worst movie moment? Oh my god! Um, how about all of the emoji movie? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you saw that? <laughs> yeah, I fucking did. Oh, Not why? sober. <laughs> but Jesus, on a why? Dare or like no, because sometimes you gotta watch a train wreck. I saw Suicide Agreed. Squad for fifteen dollars with three D because I was like, sometimes you gotta see a train wreck in the best possible quality. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I saw the emoji movie and it was. Terrible. It was so bad, and they didn't even have the Happy Meal toys for it when I went last night. And I was like, "Good," because it was terrible. I don't want your trash toys. But um, for a serious um, moment, that was my worst. Um, I saw Baby Driver, which I loved. Yeah, I loved you, Baby Driver. You talk that up. Yeah, yeah. I love Baby Driver. I love Edgar Wright, but um, they explain. That this kid's like weird mannerisms and everything is because he's like half deaf. Like he's going deaf because of a car accident. And the entire time I'm sitting next to my best friend who has a brother who's severely autistic. And she's like, oh my God, the big reveal is going to be that he's autistic. Like, whoa, like he's almost savant-esque with stealing cars. And they're like, no, he's just deaf. (laughs) And I'm like, but he listens to music the whole time. And they're like, no, well, he's got tinnitus is what's going on. And I'm like, that really... So he's good at driving cars because he's got tinnitus. That, so that's he needs it? like a sound machine when he sleeps, but yeah, he gets I, really good at driving cars. Yeah, like I was <laughs> like, just like, what? yo, if he had autism, like that gives it a little more edge. Like, yo, look at this kid. Yeah. He has to listen to music all day long, but mm-hmm. like he's really good at stealing and driving cars. So I was like, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Oh, he's just he's just got ringing in his ears. That's oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So that bothered me because my friend who's got a severely autistic brother, was like, yo, this movie would have been so much better if that was the whole thing. It would it would be a whole lot better if you found out the main character was autistic. Maybe. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I think that makes complete sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have nothing bad to say about that. That is That, that sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. If I had seen that, I probably would have wished that I hadn't. <laughs> oh my God. No, it's just like ringing in his ears. That's all we've got. He's just he's just going deaf. He's got tinnitus. Wow. I feel like that's the first time anyone has ever said, you know what would make this better? If that normal guy had autism. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Also, his name was Baby. That's That was his name. But it's Edgar Wright. Sick. Yeah. It's Edgar What's Wright. What's going on, baby? It's, it's, a, it's a movie made off of a concept he did for a music video. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, Jim. What was your uh, yeah, Jim. your your Ooh. best movie moment of summer two thousand seven? Are we doing best or worst? Oh, I'm sorry, worst. worst. Yes, correct, worst. correct. Your worst. worst first. Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> worst movie moment. I would like to <clears throat> say The Dark Tower is easily the worst movie moment because it was <laughs> such. 
a horrible adaptation of the books. It was too short. They cut out main characters. Some of the acting was, was poorly done. It was written poorly. But if I have to stick to one specific thing, I would have to say the character that Matthew McConaughey plays <laughs> is awful. It stands out as the worst part of the Dark Tower because the man here in you black have, is the Men in Black um, <clears throat> is the ultimate bad guy. Right, he's, he's almost like an amalgamation of the devil. Right, and you get Matthew McConaughey, who as an actor is not bad. He's an Academy Award winner. He's just recently done a whole bunch of good movies. Uh, he he did the oh, it's gonna kill me, but the movie about AIDS. Dallas the Dallas Buyers, Buyers Club. Thank you very much. Which was Great amazing. Movie. Dallas Buyers Club, Interstellar. He did Free State of Jones, which was an okay movie, but I thought he did a good I job liked in it. it. And then he jumps on to do this, and he is just Matthew McConaughey in a black trench coat. And every once in a while, he goes, "Wow, yeah, just quit breathing." And then <laughs> I love that. that is like the worst impression. But I, I don't. Love you know it. me. I don't do impressions. And I don't. And Does I'm Matthew not, McConaughey normally go? Bow. He doesn't. He doesn't deserve to have an impression done well of him from the Dark Tower. Right. It is just him. He is not scary. He's just fucking Matthew McConaughey being like, man, I'm I'm cool. I'm gonna steal children. Bam. And that's bam. And that's it. And he's like, Where's my car? I don't you know, cause that's uh, he does commercials for cars. Oh my god. <laughs> if you haven't seen The Dark Tower, don't watch it. And if you have to, watch it with your eyes closed. Red box it later on. Watch it with autism. <laughs> oh jeez! Oh, oh, wow. All right. Um, that was a very Morty thing for you to do. Oh jeez! I got nothing. <laughs> mm. I, I mean, I nothing. think that was well well played. I haven't seen well the movie, played, but from I, what I've heard about it, it it, it deserves it. that. I'm not gonna see it. I haven't seen it, so I don't have any kind of rebuttal on that. So I, I but I've. Everything I've heard has made me not want to see this movie. What makes it worse is that apparently Stephen King enjoys the movie, which to me makes it seem like he's just trying to drum up business for this horrible movie because there's no way he could have written nine books on this subject and then seen this movie and been like, home run! (laughs) 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 Oh, she's... All right, Cooley. Well, I think it's your turn, man. So what was your worst movie moment of 2017? You want to know what my worst movie moment is? Yeah, yeah. dog. Um, <laughs> see, I'm a child of the 80s, right? Grew up loving Hasbro and all of their properties. Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> I know um, what this is. <laughs> and... Every summer for the last <laughs> five summers, I have been let down by Hollywood and Hasbro. Uh, Paramount is a Paramount piece of trash uh, <laughs> for destroying my childhood. And the movie that I am referencing right now is Transformers. Uh, the what Dark of the... The last night, night, whatever. What? Ooh. What is it? The last night. Is it the last? I yeah, think it's the, the last, last night. The last moon. So I don't know what it Transformers, is. Transformers. Mark Wahlberg. It's. <laughs> I mean, man, like I don't know how you can drop the ball so many times in two and a half hours. 
Like, there wasn't one moment that I said, oh, this is a redeeming quality of this movie. Not one. There wasn't one redeeming quality for that film. The like, robot with the chain really bothered you. <laughs> yeah. The robot in prison. With the, yeah. with the rope chain. He's got a, he's got a gold rope chain a like Run DMC. Transformer. And he's from prison. And I swear but there was a, a moment. Too. I swear there was a moment in there where he was lifting weights. What the f does a robot <laughs> need to lift weights for? I don't understand. Yeah, you're Didn't just wasting it. oil. I think I think my my favorite thing though about about what you've said in the past was how Megatron was like begging to get his like like dude he could have just taken everybody yeah out. Like, like he's like he <laughs> yo legit there's a there's a panel of humans sitting there and megatron flies in transforms into this giant robot killing machine and is legit negotiating with these humans to let his comrades out of prison like out of federal prison and like they're the people are like nah bro and i'm like what and megatron's like come on wow so you weren't you weren't excited that john goodman reprised his role as a transformer with an eating disorder a transformer that smokes robotic cigars like a fat transformer and he smokes robotic cigars man like there was a a robot cigar like blue vapes i'm done that I could go on forever on this, but I'm done. I'm actually probably going to be the only person that's going <clears> to <throat> debate you on one thing. You said that there is no redeeming qualities in the movie. Not but, one. But you're telling me that you still, because I am, I am really, I love where they transform, though. I think that's pretty badass CGI. Like, the sounds and how they transform, I've always thought in the movies, was pretty damn awesome. But, I mean, the plot lines may be dumb, but, I mean, you don't enjoy watching that shit happen. No, really? I can't wait. For really, the, I can't wait for the next Transformers movie so that I can get a brand new Lincoln Park song. Oh. <laughs> oh my hey, God. listen. Here's here's what I got to say about the transformations, though. Uh, five years, man. I've seen the transformations for five years. That's not going to redeem this movie. Right. You have to come with all more right. than transformations. You know what I mean? All right, cool. And they all look the same. Yeah, they do, but I still think that's I still think they're cool. I, I mean, I'm going to do another sh- we'll do another show and the whole thing will be about Transformers and I'll, I'll just I'll just right. tell you everything. Just trash I on the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. But that's it. That's my worst movie moment. All right. So we're going to bump into best movie moments. Woo! So, I'm actually going to start flip it up a little bit. Jim, let's start with you. What's your best movie moment of the summer of 2017? Awesome. Because I've seen a few movies this summer. None of them I have been particularly impressed with, but there has been one specific thing for an upcoming movie that has had me freaking out this whole time, and that is the trailer for Ready Player One. Oh my God, I have never been more excited for a movie in decades. Not since Independence Day with Will Smith first came out and I was in high school. (laughs) The amount of man hours that I have put on YouTube just watching to try and find all the little you know, all the little Easter eggs in this trailer. Katana and Duke Nukem and friggin' uh, Freddy Freddy Krueger and the fucking uh, sorry, can we 
Should we just do that just, again? No, just keep going. Okay, whatever. I'm just getting too excited about it. This movie looks <laughs> awesome. It is going to be just a harken back to all the things that I love, which might be a problem. <laughs> Why? Why would it be a problem? Because that because this might not be a movie about plot substance. And more just about, hey, look at all these cool rights for stuff that we got that we could just throw into this movie. Well, I will say, though, it's Steven Spielberg, so that has something to say. Oh, for exactly. Itself. That might be. Yeah. But I <clears throat> the mood, the trailer itself has got me so hyped up for more than I ever have in a long time. And I cannot wait to see this movie. I'll probably be let down just because of the amount of hype that's mm-hmm. surrounding this movie and that I've geared myself up for. But. I'm enjoying the ride. Well, I will comment on that and say that I have watched the trailer a ton and I actually don't disagree with you. I agree with you. And I can also add to that, that I have actually been reading the book right now and I'm getting excited for this movie just from reading the book. Like I, like the trailer is what convinced me to read the book Yes, and the book is actually amping me up even more to like, can't wait to see this movie. So yeah, I agree. Uh, that's it. That's all I got to say. I, I, I read this book before. I read it again after the trailer because I wanted to refresh my memory on everything. It's it's unbelievable. The amount of stuff that they cram into the book. And just to just to talk about what you had mentioned, uh, your worries or your concerns. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't do this movie without having all of those references. So, oh, of course. So those references are part of the story. And the story is absolutely amazing. So as long as they get the story right, which it looks like they're going to from like based on what the trailer did, mm-hmm. uh, like because there are actual like like scenes in that trailer that I was just like, wow, this is like a complete visualization of what I read. Um, and it's exactly the way that I imagined it. So, I mean, as long as they nail it, they're going to it's going to be amazing. And yeah, like, I mean, normally I'd say, hey. It's supposed to be best movie moment, something that you saw in the theater, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But you brought out a trailer that I can't even argue with. That was probably one of the best movie It's going to be an Easter egg hunter's wet dream. I have been frame by frame watching the scene from the distracted globe going, I'm going to find a character in there that nobody has yet <laughs> in all of YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> <That's>, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you start reading the book? I haven't yet because right. I'm lame. Yeah, because that is. That's like a line right in the book. That, no, that is like, the, that is what the book is about. Easter egg hunters. I can't. I'm so. Basically. Oh my gunters, god. Gunters, yeah. basically. They call them gunters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm flipping lids <laughs> waiting for this movie. Well, Got anything, Red? No, I still haven't watched the trailer because I'm the worst. I know we talked about it. <laughs> I know. I know. And it looks so exciting. I've seen screenshots and stuff like that. But um, I'm one. <laughs> I know He's you like, had a whole store to open or close no, or whatever. No, 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 whatever. I get, I'll see something and I'll either hype myself up so much and then see the movie and be like, that was as good as I thought it was going to be. Or So like, you'll sound like an Italian guy? Ooh, you? Yeah. <laughs> or I'll, I'll just like see the trailer and be like, this is going to be terrible. And I'll just, <laughs> I'll just like stay in line with, this is going to be trash. It's going to be trash. And then I get in there and I'm like, 
This ain't this ain't nothing. It's garbage. Why is it always an Italian I don't voice? No. It's like a dude that just like I just pictured this guy with a chain every time he talk. Hey, this is garbage. Yeah. Just moving. Hey, Gabon. <laughs> I just love it. I love it. Oh my god. I can't believe you haven't seen the trailer yet. That's like, that's heartbreaking. I still have to see so much. I went to the movies for the first time in like two months. And a you saw days ago. Close Encounters yeah. of the Third Kind. <laughs> <laughs> the 40th anniversary. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. I don't know. But you want to hear my worst moment? What? My worst moment for summer 2017. Okay. No, we already did that. We're doing best now, right? Yeah, we're doing, yeah, we're doing okay. yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't even know what we're doing. I'm, I'm excited I to talk like, about. I was like, wait, does she have a second one? Yeah. No. No, was... here's my real worst one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You guys are like... talking about things are, that are negative. I'm like, I got all day. I saw Close <laughs> Encounters of the Third Gun. Yeah. No, I love that, though. But Ready? I also loved um, Wonder Woman. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. I will admit, I thought that was chintzy when they were like, ooh, love has unlocked my okay. powers. Um, I thought that the you know bad guy unveiling was excellent because there's no flipping way i thought it was the guy from harry potter i was like the old british guy <laughs> with the mustache yeah but the what he's so, aries god of war <laughs> i yeah but here's so i will debate you on that because i there was a, a part in the movie where i didn't think it was him but he's too big of an actor to not yeah. be in that movie. No. And I was like, well, this guy's got to have and a big... So, so I was that. watching him and I'm like, okay, when's he going to show up again? You know, so when he did, I was kind of like, wouldn't have necessarily thought that, but it makes sense, you know? Yeah, no, and I totally, I totally get that. But there was so much they did right in that. Like the 300 style fighting scenes were excellent. I loved how it was just desaturated, which DC always does in movies. Mm. But for the fight scenes, it really worked how they would just like go into it, slow it down, and really frame them in excellent like lighting. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the mascara, how they portrayed that with the beautiful water. That's my favorite part. Oh my god, so gorgeous! Like I just, oh the island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought you meant the mascara. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love the second, mascara. They too, really yeah. did a yeah. good job. The, the, <laughs> makeup, the makeup artist was popping, <laughs> was on fleek. No, but I just feel like they did so Damn much my brows, right. girl. And <laughs> <laughs> but can I also say I thought it was a little dumb though how like when they did the flashback to Aries, he was still old with a handlebar mustache, but yeah. he was jacked. Like, <laughs> like so, like his body get young, but his face stayed the same age i was like what but whatever it was still it was still decent so yeah no i mean they could have done a lot more oh, i just when you think aries you don't think the old british dude from harry potter Correct. like if he did another body form i would have been like yeah i'm into it <laughs> but he was like nope i'm still old and british all right all right word okay coolie coolie what was your your best moment of 2017 Movie wise. Summer. <laughs> <sighs> Do I have to pick one? Yeah. Yeah. One. One. Yeah. It's so hard. Um, I mean, you know, Guardians holds a very special place in my heart, but I got to go with um, just Spider Man coming home. All right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Was that good? Did you like that? Yeah. Just Spider Man coming home to Marvel and, 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 uh, oh man, such a, such a really great movie that just encapsulates what the character is and and i mean i guess the best moment if i'm going to pick a moment is going to be 
when Peter Parker goes to pick up Liz Allen for the dance, opens the door. Uh, guess who he saw? Oh, snap. Guess who I saw? Batman. A fella tongue kissing my girl on the mouth. Um, <laughs> Val Kilmer. No, it was, uh, it, it was actually... <laughs> You no, know, it was actually it it was Michael Keaton and it was one of the most like chilling moments in a comic book movie that I can say I've seen. Like All right. Okay. Nice. Like, reminded me of the uh that that movie where uh Michael Keaton plays the uh Batman? No, he played he plays <laughs> no, he actually had yeah, that was a good Bird one too, Man? I guess. Uh <laughs> Multiplicity? No, he's he's a murderer and he's like living in somebody's house and yeah, it's like it's like he's it's, like he, it's something like I know I know what you're talking about. He was living in the attic. Yeah, he well he yeah he basically answered a, a, a confidential ad for like you know they yeah. they were looking for oh, a tenant. I've never seen yeah, that. it's creepy as hell. And he and he like goes in and he moves no, in and good. he's just yeah and it's he's good. just a creep. Good. And it just like when he opened the door, it just reminded me of that because it had that tension and that that. Uh, yeah, it was just super tense, you know, and and that's what that had to be one of the best moments because I didn't expect it at all. Because and I and I'll tell you why because I read a spoiler for it, mm-hmm. and they legit the spoiler misled me. I was like, "Bravo, spoiler!" Because <laughs> the spoiler told like in the spoiler it was like, "Oh, uh, he's Michelle's father." So I'm thinking the whole time it's gonna he's gonna be Michelle's father. So when he goes to pick up Liz and he opens the door and he's actually her father, I was like. Oh, sick! I haven't seen it yet. Sweet, awesome. should have. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You don't. You, you do know this so time to shut him up. Yo, it's that's, September. That's your fault. Yo, it's September fifth. <laughs> you, you do realize this podcast is about spoilers, right? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> If I'm it's not, not gonna... the fifth, it's the sixth. <laughs> it's the fifth. You're right. right. I thought it was the fourth, so I'm goofed up. I'm not gonna debate you on that. I I thought that was I was also very surprised. The one thing that did kind of annoy me is when people said that they called it ahead of time. Like Don was in the theater and was like, Oh, I knew that was gonna be I knew that an hour before and I'm like, What the fuck? Like what He they did. Were, like, he like, turned he, to me and he, he he was like, Guess what? I'm like, How how do you <laughs> But it's just one of those things where I'm like, well, how do you know that though? Like how do you know that that's the I don't know, that that drives me crazy. I don't know. I'm not in his head. Ask Don. Mm. Yeah, that Ask Donathan. Donna <laughs> Donathan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That kind of did but I mean good for him for figuring it out, but for me it was a good surprise. So I agree I agree with you. What was yours, man? Yeah, dude. So mine actually uh, is a scene from Alien Covenant that I had been waiting for since the uh, since the movie had been released. So oddly enough, um, you had thought that I might have a really bad scene from another movie, which could have been possibly Alien Covenant because all the problems with it. Thought so. But uh, my favorite scene was something that I saw in the trailer. Um, it's when the bottom of the ship opens and all these canisters are there and you see them about to fall onto this like planet with all oh, these creators yeah and i was like oh like how what's gonna happen like i was really excited for that and obviously that was that's a that's a huge moment because you get to see all these creators on this planet you get to see their their home planet where they're from i've always wanted to know a little bit more about that mm-hmm. um so and they got canned yeah so to see them to see that scene in its entirety and see all the canisters drop and then see them all start to freak out and then they all just get freaking annihilated. Um, I thought was awesome. You must have been souped. 
I was, man. That was my that was my favorite scene of of any movie in the summer, most likely because I've been seeing the trailer for so long. And, you know, it's it's a trailer. They give you a piece of it and they psych you up and I'm like, "Oh, how is this going to end? How is it going to end?" So when I finally saw how it ended in the theater, um it was a pretty awesome moment. Um and then I saw it with um I think I saw it. Did you come to see Yes, it? I was yeah, there. No, no, you saw that with with Brit. You saw Alien Covenant with Brit. Um, I thought I saw that with you. No, because I had asked you about it. But <laughs> I'm right, glad well, that I mean, you think of me like your girlfriend. That's yeah, where you got no, compliment. that's fine. I mean, we'll just delete this, right? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I saw it twice. Um, I did see. It, I, I did it see that with Brittany. Yes. Yeah, I. Saw I remember it. now. Um, I saw. It, I saw it. <laughs> I saw it with Don, and then I saw it a second time with my mother because she she is actually a huge Alien fan, which is something that her and oh I share. God. So she loved it. She loved Alien Covenant, which I thought was cool. I really enjoyed it, too. Some problems with it, but that's not what this segment is about. <laughs> so it's that all about was personal my, opinion. That was my, my, uh, my favorite movie uh, moment of, of the summer. Ren, what you got for your favorite TV moment? Oh, my God. Guess what? It's <laughs> oh, gonna my be, oh, my God. It's going to be Pickle Rick from Rick and Morty. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> yeah, like, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tv moment and it's my favorite tv moment all right word um my friend did background colors on rick and morty this season so she's oh that's like, awesome yeah so cool. she's Neat. like here's the uh here's the uncolored version they did a little clip they posted online and i was like what the f is this is he a yeah. turd what is he and she's, <laughs> like, she's like no it's pickle rick you'll see and it's like a huge phenomenon with annoying people from like age 13 to age 30. They're just screaming like, Pickle Rick. But I thought it was a great episode. Okay. I really liked it. It's not even a fantastic moment as opposed to like what you guys got going on. But I haven't seen that show, so I can't say anything about oh, it. But I mean, apparently that's, a, that's apparently it. <laughs> <laughs> This is not in the episode at all. I was like, what? (laughs) I heard that I heard that Pickle Rick was kind of a big deal. (laughs) Yeah, play on words king over here. Yo, Rick and Morty is like it's brilliant. It's brilliant comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to catch up. Every episode. Season three, dog. Watch it. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it too, and I'm also a dog. You should watch it, dog. Jim, all right. Favorite TV moment of this summer, 2017. This is probably going to shock you. Okay. My favorite TV moment from this summer was the final episode of Glow. (laughs) Okay. Go for it. Make fun of me all you want. When I was a kid, I thoroughly was into wrestling. I 100% watched the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. I remember my mom putting on Phil Donahue and Phil Donahue had this whole, like the whole cast of glow on there. And that was when I first was introduced to them. And I remember watching the primetime glow event when it actually happened in 1981. I remember when Liberty Bell fought Zoya the Destroyer. And everything, my whole childhood came rushing back. I remember 
thinking to myself, man, that Liberty Bell is an attractive woman. And I was only like five at the time. I wasn't like, oh, man, I can't wait to, you know, pickle Rick that girl. (laughs) But I was like, oh, man, I hope one day I'm old enough to be friends with Liberty Bell. You know, like that kind of thing. That's sweet. And then to watch and then to watch. Glow, which was a great show to begin with. And Mark, if you haven't watched it, watch it. Mark Marin is excellent in yep, this yep, show. Yep. I forgot he's in that. The the final episode where they do the actual primetime show of the, you know, the the coming out of Glow is so spot on. It brings me right back to my childhood. Absolutely loved it. Nice. All right. Mike drop. Mic drop. I I love it. I, I I love Glow. I like your I like your pick. Good choice. Yeah, I have not seen Glow yet, but I keep hearing like really good things. I about saw it. one episode, and as someone who does not enjoy wrestling anymore because I'm not a child, um, oh, all right. no. I don't like wrestling at I all. Mean, I loved that first episode. Yeah, you, I mean, it you don't good. have to like wrestling to like the show. It was it's, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's right, a good Becca writing. Finished it. She loved well it. Acted. Hmm. Um, yeah. what you got, Tony? All right. So, uh, I am going to ruin, uh, some, something for you, uh, because we, I already told you I was going to do this and you okayed it, man. So, um, I am a huge fan of the show, the strain. Um, I, I love the show and last week's, not this past weekend, but last week's episode was probably one of my favorite episodes of anything this summer, uh, because there is a specific character, um, that, just basically oh so basically what happened was uh abraham satrakian is this professor character who has been hunting this guy um his name is thomas eichhorst basically the entire show he's He's like this he's a nazi uh who's basically you know he's living off this stuff called the white which is making him look young and he's a vampire obviously so whatever but basically he's been trying to kill Abraham Satrakian since the beginning of the show because he is a Jewish person who he met in the concentration camp. He's aged so much, and obviously this Nazi who's now a vampire is, is faster, has all these abilities, and is just waiting to, for the right moment to take him out. So in this episode, um, he they meet up in this, this hideout where they are, and Abraham Satrakian gets bitten by... Um, this Nazi and you know, the, the tentacle comes out and basically like grabs him by the neck. Um, but he had taken this medication previously, um, too much of it on purpose, knowing that he was probably going, this was going to happen to him. And that medication acts as a poison for this vampire or their, their breed of vampire. So, um, right after he does that, he actually starts to actually like, you know, the, he starts to bleed from the nose. Like, you know, he's going to die. And finally, like this attracting guy has this moment where he gets to take down this Nazi that he met years ago in this concentration camp and literally takes his sword out, says one of the coolest monologues that I don't remember, but you'll have to watch <laughs> it to see what it was. And basically it ends with him saying like, and I am Abraham Satrakian and basically takes a sword and cuts his head right off. And like, I've been waiting to see this guy go down and just like, it was the coolest freaking moment. Like out of everything in the summer, like I, like my wife doesn't watch this show. Like I'm by myself in my living room. And I was like, yes, I was like, awesome. You know, and I'm just like <laughs> freaking out. You know what I mean? So that was the most badass moment of the summer that that's the turn, the whole 
Like, because it was moving slow and it turned everything around for me. So now I'm like, I'm so pumped for this. That makes me want to watch. Yeah. Like, awesome. You should totally watch it. I agree. That was yeah. an excellent ending to that episode. Yeah. I texted yeah. you about it and you were like, ha Like, you were like kind of making fun of me, but it was... It was definitely awesome. So yeah, I'll catch up on that tomorrow. Yeah. I got and like I really hate episodes. that like I I'm ruining that for you, but I read the books. All right. So did that happen in the book? Nah. All right, word. <laughs> <laughs> I read the nah. books, but it's fine. It's uh, that would have surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, cool. Word. <laughs> so yeah. That was uh what but what about you, man? Um I, I am gonna I mean, I'm gonna kind of follow in Jim's footsteps and pick something that's a little bit out of the norm for what we talk about. There's a show called Atypical on Netflix. Uh, it's so a show good. about uh, an autistic child. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a teenager in high school, uh, high functioning, um, and it's about him and his family. And it's like, it's not a ra- uh, uh, like a raunchy comedy. It's not, uh, you know, it doesn't make fun of autism. It literally is like, all the stuff that happens that's funny is funny because it's very realistic and stuff that could actually happen that you can relate to, even if you're not in a family that has to deal with autism. So it's just a really well-written family dramedy, would you call it? Yeah. It's a, yeah. I mean, there it's, I think it's, I think it's more comedy though. There's a lot of funny stuff that happens. Uh, There's a lot of funny stuff that happens. Uh, But there's one thing in particular, like this kid throughout the entire show is like just it's about him like trying to like find a girlfriend and and oh. and trying to figure out what that's Ooh, all about. Red. Like, how do I like, you know, what am I supposed to do? Like, how do I find a girlfriend? How do I know if I'm in love with this girl? How do I? But everything with this kid is a list. He's making lists okay. about everything and trying to compare pros and cons and, and you know, like trying everything is like an analysis and not necessarily like based on feeling as as is, you know, what, you know, autism, you know, is basically mm-hmm. it, what it does, what it, what what the that's what it presents to, to these young young children as uh, challenges. Right. Um, so, you know, at the end, like you just never expect this, but like he. <laughs> You know, he, he's he's making up with his girlfriend, basically, because they got into a fight over him being insensitive about something at, at the at the worst possible moment. Um, and so they're they're discussing, you know, terms of getting back together, I guess. And she's just like, oh, we got time. We can fool around. And uh, <laughs> it cuts to like another scene. And then like about five minutes later, he comes like walking up to like his father and like a, a bunch, a group of other kids. And he's just like, Hey guys, I just got a hand job in an igloo. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's like, and it was like the funniest thing I had ever heard. Uh, like in, in a moment, like, because like the, like you just never expected it to come out of his mouth, yeah. like ever, first of all, but just in that moment, like you didn't expect it either. So it was, it was like a double whammy and it was so good. Uh, and then five minutes later, uh, and I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to say what it is. But five minutes later, the the cliffhanger for the season yes. uh, yeah. floored me. Like, And I laughed out loud. Yeah. Because Wait. of the board? Because of the board. Okay, all and right. Then, all and right. then, yeah, I got to watch this. And, yeah. then, uh, and then your boy, Michael Rappaport. Funny that she would write that, right? <laughs> I w- <laughs> so I will actually comment on this. I, I, I completely agree with this. 
Uh, I thought it was an excellent show. I, we started, Beck and I started watching it based upon your recommendation and it was excellent. Um, we literally like finished the entire thing in two days and, um, every episode is like a half hour. It's only um, eight episodes. And, yeah. It's, okay. it's, so it's easy to get through. Um, but I, I thought Michael Rappaport was excellent in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, one of the other things was the moment that I just wanted to point out was where at that, at that same dance, uh, he walks up to, uh, his father and gives him a hug and, she, and he goes that's the first time you hugged me on on your own and he just goes oh and he walks away <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like he was expecting something else but because he's autistic he just said he's completely honest and mm-hmm. i think his honesty is is what's very was what makes him funny but it's endearing it's it, very it really endearing Absolutely. like you just like you you literally like i don't know about you tony but like i fell in love with this family oh like, yeah they were it's it's really great like I, I wanted to be part of this family and i loved his <laughs> sister too i thought she was awesome so. yeah she was great i can't wait for season 2 when he starts driving getaway cars for kevin spacey <laughs> 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 definitely man we'll find out he also has tinnitus so yeah, yeah definitely oh he wasn't autistic this whole time no it was just no. tinnitus, just, 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 tinnitus. A, just a slight <laughs> ringing in his ears <laughs> so so the headphones at the dance made sense yeah <laughs> so now watch watch the show it's awesome uh my best one of my best moments of this summer so uh if not the best awesome all right cool now let's just take a second to hear a little bit about our sponsor Supply and demand investing. Guys, not all investments are created equal. Did you know growth stocks devote most of their revenue in trying to expand or grow the company and offer investors little to no dividend payout? Sounds like fucking bullshit. Right? But value stocks split their revenue between trying to expand or grow the company and give their buyers dividend payouts. That sounds better. But the question is, which of these two means of investing do you think has performed better over the past 10 years? Well, to find out, go to supplyanddemandinvesting.com slash redbeard. That's us, guys. Go to supplyanddemandinvesting.com slash redbeard. Supply and demand investing helps compare investments in the hopes of delivering better than average results, whether they be long-term, short-term, or just something in the middle. And remember, like any good sports team, like the New York football giants, Yeah. When it comes to investing, there are times to play offense by investing in things like the S&P 500 and times to play defense by investing in things like bonds, CDs, or cash. So I say, go Patriots! Yeah, but if we're talking defense, it's the New York football giants all day. Yeah, uh, but it's the Pats because they won last year. We've all all heard from... Each other. Uh, <laughs> Did we? We, we have to hear worst. <laughs> we have to hear worst. Hell yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, let's start with you. You seem very eager. Okay. What is your worst TV moment? Um. Well, <laughs> I want to bring it back to I'm so upset that Theon Greyjoy is not dead yet because okay. he okay. annoys me. Um. I we were talking about last week how that fight was just the worst. Awful. It, it was awful. But then, so we've already talked about that. So. I'd like to talk about a little thing called America's Got Talent. Now, they have a thing called the Golden Buzzer. It's people who were just like, oh, so miraculous. And they push it for the most BS things. But there's been a contestant. She's had her hearing most of her life. She's developed a good tone. She might even have perfect pitch. I don't know. I know exactly who you're talking yeah, about. But they make such a freaking big deal about this girl who's gone deaf. 
mm-hmm. and they're like oh my god her voice her voice is so amazing she's deaf how and i'm like but she had her hearing if she was deaf her whole entire life i'd be like you're right that's miraculous but they like make such a big deal about it and i mean i'm infuriated by 90 percent of the stuff they have on the show they're like oh my god the foreign family who owns 19 dogs and look at the dog show i'm like cool they did this in like 1940 like this mm-hmm. is this has been a thing it's been done this person's not going to get an entire show in las vegas and be interesting for like an hour right. but like oh my god i don't know why it bothers me so much i think it's because my housemate is so obsessed with this girl She's like, oh, no, it's a miracle. She can sing. And I'm like, but she had hearing. She could hear her own voice until, like, recently enough. And it just it just bothers me so much. It really does for no reason. So just that people make such a big deal about this. And the whole show is trash. Like, every once in a while, the, the kid who recently passed away on the show, he had a great voice, and he was, like, such a good guy. I think he was even, like, a pastor. He dies. The deaf girl, oh, my God, make a big deal of her. She's a good singer, and she plays ukulele. Oh, wow, another Zoe Deschanel. I'm so excited. <laughs> like, it's just it's just so infuriating to me. It really <laughs> is. <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to debate you a little bit on okay, this. Okay, let's so debate it. So I – okay, I definitely see your point, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she can't hear anything now. So to be able to actually play like the inst- like play- playing playing like- the instrument is one thing, but I mean like p- but playing it and actually hearing you like because I I mean from what I heard about deaf people and what I know I mean mm-hmm. I'm obviously but I mean like they they can feel the vibration, but I mean like you can't necessarily hear like your pitch. So even if you were able to sing at one point and hear yourself, now that's like I feel like that's a pretty hard thing to still do that's why play she plays inch. without shoes though so she can feel it through the floor but still being able to do that is i think is kind of amazing i mean that's what beethoven used to do he used to put his head to the to the to the beethoven put his <laughs> head, i don't know <laughs> you put his head to the to the piano beethoven. to yeah. hear the vibrations Beethoven's. of the keys right. so i feel like we like we give him props well, for that, but we he won't. was a genius <laughs> just, though. This girl knows him. like four chords on the ukulele. Oh come on, still though. I, like, like if they whipped out Beethoven, I'd be like, yo. <laughs> so not only is he undead, but he can orchestrate a whole symphony. What? I don't know. This is it's just. Like I was saying last last are week, you, about, you're probably. I think you're very annoyed because your housemate is so like on top. No, of this. just like, like everyone's so on, and they like all. I'm just annoyed with all of America's Got Talent. I'm annoyed with Howie Mandel's mannerisms. Okay, um, I, I can like, yeah, I can kind of see what you mean. <laughs> he's so gross. Like I know he's a germaphobe, but he's a germ. He's gross. Like he really <laughs> is. He grosses me out. All right, I can kind of see and that. all the all the magicians. Mm. No. You're not allowed to be on TV. You're all terrible. Just well, go home. Matt Franco's in Vegas now, and he's making like a ton of money. So yeah. good for him, but whatever. But oh my all God. right. Well, I don't know. I guess I I, I kind of see your point, but I I don't know. I kind of disagree. But I get. But I get. I see it, and I don't. I don't know. No. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Jim. I was gonna talk about how much I hate the TV show The Mist, but I felt like I was <laughs> dumping on Stephen King way too much because that show. Oh, yeah. That show has nothing to do with the source material, and it is boring. Oh, my God. There was a movie, and it had monsters in it, and this has nothing. (laughs) What I really want to talk about, though, is Fear the Walking Dead, which is 
which is <laughs> such a poor man's Walking Dead. It's it's in itself. It's been underwhelming. The, the very end of the second season, I was a little hyped up for the coming out party of Travis, played by Cliff Curtis. His shitty son dies. And, <laughs> and Travis is just like, I'm going to beat the hell out of these two kids that were in the car with him that left him for dead. Right. Just beat the crap out of them. And I'm like, awesome. This is someone that I can hold on to for the next season couple of episodes later he's in a helicopter and he gets shot and falls out of the plane and he's done what just out of <laughs> nowhere they're just like guess what he's aft <laughs> and, it, and it happened at the beginning of the episode too so the whole episode is just people not paying attention to it because they're like travis is dead <laughs> Wait, but Travis is dead though, right? So we still have to deal with this mom and her drug addict son while Travis is dead? <laughs> well, you're making this easy for me to turn off. Oh my God. So yeah, dude. as you can see, that's that gets me a little riled up. Dude, I just want to say thank you because I, I've hated the show. Since like it came out, dude, like after the, after the second season, I, I was like, I can't like, I hate, I'm making myself watch it. I hate the and main I'm character. Not... I hate the main character. The kid, I, he annoys the shit out of so me. He was so much better when he was on drugs. It's, and now he's... <laughs> he just like, he annoyed the shit out of me. I felt like no, I gave a shit about none of the characters. I just did not care about any of them. And then, and then like to hear that it's like that this happened, like that would have been if I had still been watching this and that happened, I would have been completely pissed. So, I mean, because I love that character, especially when he beat the crap out oh, of those yeah. kids. That was, I was like, oh, such a like, redeeming quality for but, that show. But, dude, I just I haven't watched it because I just was like, you know what? I don't want this bad enough. And it sounds like it's just gotten worse. So, I don't know. Awesome. I'm kind of glad to hear that. You're welcome. I, I hated it. Awesome. I'm glad it's garbage. Yeah. Seriously. Sorry. Hated it. Um, <laughs> it's not complete garbage. <laughs> it, it has its redeeming qualities. It has its moments. It's no um, The Walking Dead, though. No, not at all. No. Um, it's funny that your worst moment was Fear the Walking Dead because one of my worst moments, or my worst moment okay. in, in TV viewing this summer was actually from Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, sugar. Oh. Okay. Much later in the season, though. Um, so you continued watching, so I know I you've, seen, yeah, I know no, you've I seen what I'm talking about. Um, they, they have this, uh, so the camp that they end up in, uh, is like run by this like racist, like cowboy ranch dude. Yeah, drunk. Yeah. Like who just like, you know, is just like, screw all the Indians. Right. And like the Indians like live like wow. on, on a reservation, like <laughs> few streets down or whatever. And they're, they're just like. <laughs> screw the white man and and like they end up in yeah, this that's like what this whole show is yeah and they end up like getting into this like feud or whatever and like so ophelia from <laughs> from the like first season yes uh you know uh the the bobber's daughter or whatever uh she is like she's like living with the indians somehow like they like they took her in as one of their own um and so you know long story short there's a uh, there's this beef and, you know, they they end up like 
killing some of the Indian guys. I remember. They get Ophelia as a prisoner. And then they give her back to the Indians as like a peace offering. And so she shows up on their doorstep, like beaten to hell. Right. And they're just like, okay, well, let's take her in. And they're like, we'll put you to work in the kitchen because you're a cook. And then she like poisons their military. Everybody. And I'm just like, <laughs> that was the worst freaking idea that you could possibly have to take your 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 enemy in mm-hmm. <laughs> and be like, yeah, go work in the kitchen. Yeah, not a big, not a smart move. No. And so like all the all the guards and stuff like that start keeling over and and like they're all everybody's trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm like, as soon as one keeled over, I'm like, I know what's going on. I feel like this show, they don't want you to like anybody. No, it's like you put you put this girl in the kitchen and everybody's keeling over and, and throwing up and dying. Obviously, she poisoned everybody. Anthrax. Like, yeah. They were eating anthrax. Yeah. Oh and it took, and how long did and it take like for it to... That's like handy? Like a night, right? Yeah. It was like yeah. they ate and then later on that night they were like, that's... Yeah. Something's not sitting well. Like I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm no. I'm no uh, doctor or or, or You're a not. CDC expert. But I. I'd like to. Oh I'd li- I'm pretty sure that anthrax is is pretty damn immediate, right? It's, like, yeah, it's fatal. Yeah, it like immediately though, right? Like you just like breathe it in, and you're just like, <gasps> right, and you just die. No. Sure. Mm. I. I don't know enough about anthrax. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, like, I remember, <laughs> I remember there was that scare, right? Like, where you could like open up an envelope oh, and like yeah, anthrax yeah, yeah, would just anthrax. like pop out of it. Oh, and you just those like, were the Ugh. days. <laughs> those were the days. <laughs> Gentleman opens mail, gets anthrax, right? Anthraxed. And I'm not talking about the heavy metal band. Either. No, I was just gonna say that. Scotty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that was my that was my worst moment. Sounds pretty terrible. So my worst TV moment. Yeah, what's your worst? Um, I am gonna blow all your minds that I'm actually watching this, but I think it's pretty much the show in its entirety, and that is Bachelor in Paradise. Which you have I am, a wife. I'm not surprised. I am watching no, that a wife with Becca, <laughs> and I swore to God that I was not gonna get sucked into this pile of shizzle. Um, <laughs> and People are going to wonder why I just censored myself, but whatever. Shizzle. So basically last season I watched The Bachelor, Bachelorette, whatever the heck it was. And then that came on right after. Mm-hmm. And Beck is like, hey, can we watch this? And then I became invested and I wanted to know what the hell happened because that's what they do. <laughs> they make you want to know what happened. So, so Mondays and Tuesdays, like she watches that. And I just like, so as I was leaving to record tonight, I'm watching this in the background. I'm hearing it. And I watched last night's episode and it's just like, it is the worst TV. It is the (laughs) worst TV. It's like, I don't understand why people watch this. It's like, it's like, you know, that all these people are, are set together. They all have relationships and like, they're like, oh, I don't think anything else can happen. There's only a week left of paradise. And then they throw in some chick or some guy from another, from like a past season that walks in. He's like, oh, I'm going to screw things up. And like he walks around and they get a date card and they ask somebody out that's already in a relationship. And then the, the plot thickens. Oh, damn. It's just like ridiculous. But I mean, like, I mean, it's just so dumb. It's so dumb. And I said to Becca today, I said, you know what this is like? This is like the human version of a Yankee swap. 
That's what it is. It's <laughs> like, it's like, oh, it's, it's like, upsetting. it's like, I'm going to take the present that you love and replace it with some crap. You know what I mean? And it's, that's all it is. It's just like, they're taking this person on a date. That person's heartbroken because they probably think they're making out. It's just like, oh dude, it's just like, it's so, it's the same crap over and over again. And people get sucked into it. And um, it's because it's high school drama, but with middle aged people. So women are just oh, like, oh, my God, did you can you believe he even did that? And it's like, that's yeah, because literally it's TV. what it is. Yeah. You know, and it's but it's like the same thing over and over again. And I, I, I like people are surprised that it happens. You know, it's like yeah. it's ridiculous. They had um, uh, and the big thing this season was like, oh, this one guy and this one girl got together and something happened in a pool and they shut down filming for two weeks and they were just on like the one of the talks or whatever because that guy was accused of like some sexual misconduct in the pool with her so they actually got sent home both of them didn't know why they the, the filming had been stopped come to find out that there was no sexual sexual misconduct but like this guy has been like basically you know I don't know, painted as like a rapist and, and she's been painted as the victim. But so he's had to spend like the last like month trying to convince people that wasn't a thing until they both were able to come on and say like nothing happened. I don't know why this was a thing, but it was done for like everybody's safety on the set. But it's like drama like that. It's like, why are we watching this? Like this is TV now. You know, so, but I'm just like, oh man, it's, it's pathetic how many people watch this, but. Do people really find love on this show? Well, they can't oddly possibly. Enough, oddly enough, there were two people, and I know this, mm-hmm. um, from last season of Bachelor in Paradise. It was like these two people that like went on a date and did not hit it off. But then like something happened where like in one of the episodes, he got sick while he was there, went to a hospital. She went with him and saw like a different side of him, like kind of like a more vulnerable side. And she started to warm up to him. A less TV They're side of him. married now. And oh she's God. pregnant. So, and they they were on, like, to kind of give, like, a recap and seem extremely happy. And, I mean, like, and they're, like, kind of adorable together, I'm not going to lie. But, I mean, it was just, like, sometimes it happens, but it's more rare than anything. But yeah. I just, I don't know. That's the worst TV I've been watching Sometimes this trauma brings people closer together. It like- really does. Oh my god! So I don't know if anybody disagrees with that or has watched it. No, Probably I not. watched last season of The Bachelor because I am friends with women in their mid thirties, yeah. um, and they have a night of it. Like wine is involved. Yeah, that's what my wife it. does. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? It's free food, and I get to hang out with my friends. Yeah. So I did it, and like that dude was so gross, and you have to be like You're talking about Nick, right? The last one. The one with, like, the curly hair? Yeah. He was like, I do CrossFit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was gross. And They broke up, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. no kidding. And I know this. Yeah, Sweet. the worst girl. Yeah. But uh, you just see this guy, and after he goes on a date, you're like, oh, cool. He's totally going to pick her because he's such a – they have to pick, like, the worst people, just people who are just going to BS. It's like – I don't know how to say this without being offensive. It's like that – like people who are very religious and will just like smile and nod and be like, yeah, everything's awesome and great. Like they do that on every date. Like, wow, that was the best date ever. And then mm. it's like the rose picking ceremony. And he's like, and you go home and you're like, <laughs> yeah. what? You said she was beautiful. And this is the best date ever. And he's like, I just really don't like how your smile doesn't go up enough on the left side. Or you whatever. sound very mm. invested in this. 
No, because it's infuriating. It's yeah, it just, was weird. Yeah, it's just so upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was uh, it was super weird. We're we're yeah. So I I I think the whole show though is a joke. You yeah. know, and there's very few people that actually end up together, and it's it's that's all it is is drama. You're so right. Just drama. It's just high school drama feeding to an older audience. Yeah. They're like, well, how can we be less spiteful to Kathy in the office because she touched my like, you know, lean cuisine? How can I? How can how can I focus on other drama? And it's like, I'm sure husbands are like, yeah, whatever. I'm gonna go enjoy my man cave and let her watch this because I'd rather yeah. talk about like not real people mm. than like people you have to work with. And then you might want to go to work and stab Kathy. Like, I think that's so why that's true. there. It's like a deterrent. Like I'll watch it sometimes, <laughs> but like she had like her girls night and I was like, I watched like three episodes of Ray Donovan. I was like <laughs> yeah. the strain. I'm like, all right, hung out with the cat. It was, it was, it was legit. It's like a so. deterrent because <laughs> it's slightly more interesting than hearing about your wife bitching about people at work because you're just like, Oh, these are, you know, constructed people on TV. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll listen to this. This is, yeah. Someone got paid to write these real relationships i'm sure that it's that the editing is spot on yeah, too. yeah. yeah so. <laughs> all right man we did talk about a couple things today worst and best scenes of tv and movies so mm -hmm. guys we debated about a couple things if you uh disagree or agree and uh just comment like let us know what you think like if you think somebody was correct on their disagreement or or whatever like we want to hear it guys so make sure that you comment on uh, redbeardpodcast.com and let us know what you think. Um, other than that, I think that's all I got for today. Does, do you want to add anything coolly, Jim Wren? Uh, football season is upon us. Oh, oh man. man, it is. That is happening this week. You must be uh, psyched because Edelman for the Patriots is out for the season. I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you must be psyched. Nah. nah. If you're, when you're listening to this, this this episode will be released when we're smack dab in the middle of kickoff oh, uh, oh man so i'm so talking stoked like a fire starts thursday we release on friday and then uh sunday is going to be the first full day of football so uh we are super excited about that jim and i are actually going to be in a fantasy football league hell yeah uh, the robin williams memorial fantasy football league <laughs> yep. oh my God. Uh, and my team is the suicide squad yep oh, wow from his ashes this league is born. <laughs> hey, man. So, um, Way to remember him. So, yeah. So, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Yeah. We'll sure. talk about the results of American the American Horror Story Cult comes out tonight. That'll be something else that we oh, talk about yeah. as well. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm supposed to watch it with my girl, but I'm still going to watch it by myself and then be <laughs> like, oh, I haven't checked it out yet. And one other thing to just be aware of is that uh, HasCon is happening in Providence, Rhode Island this weekend. So, um, I will be there one, if not two, of the days to check that out. Oh, and I'll shoot. support some stuff. I'll be back. there on Friday. Word. Um, and it comes out on Friday as well. So, oh, sad. Uh, you know, I believe we'll be talking about that. Yeah. We should actually have all seen it by the time we record next, right? We should. Three out of the four. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I hate y'all so much. No, we're I talking really about do. him. He he won't go see it because he can't handle jump yeah. scares. Really? Yeah. yeah. Don't do that! <laughs> oh, oh, that was perfect. I wish we had that on tape. <laughs> that wasn't me, bro. You can't get mad at me. <laughs> that, All right. was that was that really like was that, that bad was for legit. You? Was that... that was legit. Oh. I can tell you that was legit. 
Okay. So, oh, man. All right. All right. For Jim's last appearance on the Red Beer Podcast, <laughs> have a great night, everybody. Peace. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Red Beard Podcast. And remember, please make sure to like us on our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe to us on YouTube and iTunes to make sure you get all of our latest videos and episodes. And you can always find us and comment on anything we've talked about or what you'd like to hear at redbeardpodcast.com.